today on the podcast, I have the fabulous Steph. Um, I feel like I know Steph quite well. We worked together last year and I'm really excited to catch up properly and see what she's been up to. I haven't asked too many questions because I want it to be recorded. Um, so I'm excited to see what you've been up to. But Steph, do you want to just give a little intro about who you are, what you do um, before we dive in? Yeah, absolutely. So lovely to be on the podcast as well. So I um, have a VA agency um, that I um, set up about six years ago, going into our seventh year. I've been a VA for, um, yeah, through the whole time, still am, and um, got a team of 18 associates now, which is brilliant, and just launched the Timpy Academy. So expanding, which is exciting and scary. Um, but yeah, that, that's me, I suppose. <laughs> I love how you say it all so casually but that's a lot like it's a lot it's a big agency it's you know a new I guess like a whole new um arm of the business for you going into this year before we dive into the academy stuff which I am really excited to hear about can you tell us what it's like to have a big team because having that many associates honestly makes me feel a bit nervous so how's that been um sometimes I want to throw my laptop out the window (laughs) um (laughs) It is, it is good. It's, it's really good because I do really know my VAs really well. Um, and I, I love my team. So we are very picky with who we work with, um, which I think is the key to it because um, you have to trust them. Um, and I know that all the people on my team, they're very, very experienced. And it's not like um, the way we've set it up is we just basically have the associates. We know they can do their job and they've got um, years of sort of being a VA. And we're not kind of hand, you know, holding their hand through everything. So it's quite nice that we can trust them, check in regularly and sort of solve any problems that happen. But it's it's not, you know, speaking to them every day and doing it that way. Um, so it's a lot more manageable. But obviously managing people is hard work um, and you get some good days and you get some bad days. Yeah. And I know that like a lot of people tell me that they're so worried about hiring a team because Mm. they don't know what their clients will think of it like their clients might want to work directly with them as the business owner and there's that fear around people not wanting to be sort of passed over to an associate Mm -hmm. have you had that experience and how do you deal with that yeah I have so obviously I started out the business completely on my own so it was always like well I want you you know you sound great can I have you and I'm like no (laughs) you can't um and it's just it's just a way of you know if you're confident with your team and you sell them in a really confident way and say look they've been through our recruitment process they're brilliant I trust them they're going to do the job and actually sometimes you know the associates can do the job better than you because they may have a different sort of industry background or um sort of different skill set um and it's just kind of selling them the way that you know you'd want them to sort of come across um i think also with it as well is um they the people that come to you and want to work with you they trust you because you know you, you have you know they're like well you've obviously set up a great business we trust what you do so you're not going to have anyone that's rubbish on your team um, but I have trans, you know, transitioned people over and um, just got to tell them that's what's happening, really. I haven't really had anyone that's left because of that, which is great. Yeah, I think it's a communication thing, isn't it? I think yeah. um, a lot of people worry like, oh, no, people are not going to want that. It's going to be this horrible situation. But actually, if, like you say, you communicate it in a really positive way, like, oh, my gosh, how exciting you get to work with this person that's even better than me. Yeah. Why would anybody be upset about that? You know, so I think it's all about how you 
it's the messaging isn't it it comes down to messaging oh my god and it's also like um you know setting up the call properly it's like um if someone messages you you're like great well I you tell them straight away I've got a small team um you know we do this we do that um and I keep in contact with the clients on a regular basis anyway so they still have that relationship and they can still kind of reach out um if they have any problems so you know they kind of got the best of both worlds really they've got the support if anything did go wrong but they've also got that close one-to-one relationship with the VA yeah and I think um you know I was thinking before we hit record like your agency has obviously done really well there are so many different agencies out there so many different virtual assistants and I wanted to ask you the question why do you think that you have been so successful with it and I I will let you answer the question yourself but one of the <laughs> things that I think you're really good at is that communication like that just very sort of transparent honesty mm. sort of you're not going to necessarily like worry about things behind the scenes and not communicate with the client. You will happily have that conversation. I think communication is really big and having hired lots of service providers myself over the years, I know that communication can be the thing that's really lacking and it really makes a difference. So do you think that that is a big thing for you or is there anything else that you've done that you think has made you stand out amongst the crowd? I would say 100% you have to be transparent. I don't want any virtual assistant working for me if they don't enjoy the work. There is no point working with associates and giving them work they hate. So like along the way, um, you know, I'll always say to, the, say to the VA, right, I think this role is really good for you. Like I know some agencies, they kind of like just like sort of farm out the jobs and sort of wait for people to apply. With us, we know our VA so well that I'm like, oh, that'll be great for this particular person. And then they obviously have an option if they want to take that role or not. And if it doesn't work for them, it's absolutely fine. I would rather a VA come to me and say, do you know what? That's really not for me. Then try it. And then sort of, you know, a couple of weeks down the line or a month and they turn around and go, actually, no. Um, So I think that's why we have been successful because we don't have much of a turnover with our VAs and we always support them. It's all the support. Yeah. and, And sort of transparency. Yeah, 100% makes a difference, like massively, because it's that thing, isn't it, of feeling valued and appreciated, Mm -hmm. that if you feel valued and appreciated, you're going to value and appreciate the other person. So if you treat your associates really well, they're probably going to treat you really well in return. So the thing is, oh, sorry. As I say, the thing is as well, it's like, um, I think some people, when they sort of take on the associate work, they're like, oh, I've got to make this work, you know, and it's like, I'm very much like, we get it wrong sometimes with the matches and it can go horribly wrong and it happens and it's kind of thinking well actually I'd rather sort it out now and either you know some of these things can obviously be resolved with the client and the VA but if it can't be you've just kind of got to take that risk and just you know back your team member um you know if it's appropriate um and sort of just say look more work's going to come down the line this hasn't worked out let's learn from it mm-hmm. yeah and it's a big thing isn't it because I think a lot of people who manage teams it's like oh why did you do that wrong oh this isn't working mm-hmm. and it's very much putting the blame on the I guess the associate in this situation mm-hmm. but actually by having their back and being like actually maybe we got that wrong I think it yeah. really like fosters that community of we can be honest and open here and that's going to be okay and I think ultimately when you when you really look back at it if, it ever, if it's ever gone wrong it's mainly because maybe I haven't vetted the client enough to really make that match you know really got as much information from that client in the beginning to mm-hmm. you know initiate that match essentially so um yeah I think with our with our sort of company it's it's very much teamwork um, and we always sort of very supportive in the background yeah I love that it's so important 
And so you've had this successful agency. What made you then want to start this whole new thing that was going to be all this new work, all these new challenges? What was it that made you think that is the right thing to do? Good question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The thing is, so when obviously we're going out and recruiting, we get loads and loads of applications come through. And um, I'm really passionate about the VA world in the sense of it's a career. It's um, it's not just to make some pocket money on the side, just, you know, for a bit of extra cash. And we get so many people sort of come to us and they're like, oh, you know, I've worked remotely um, in COVID. And I'm like, it's just not the same as being a virtual assistant and juggling. And then when you find those like absolute gems, you're like, God, I really want to work with you. They're very hard to find. And what I found with our team is that they're all brilliant at what they do. Um, and when we speak to them monthly it's kind of like a coaching sort of call with them essentially like them telling us what their issues are can we kind of resolve things or you know can we increase the hours of the client so I just thought well actually naturally I'm kind of coaching and mentoring anyway internally and if we can get some more like gems in the industry it's only going to make the industry better Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of courses out there which obviously are brilliant but I feel a lot of people will take quite a lot of money and the VAs still have questions at the end of it um which they probably could have googled if they had enough time to research um and I wanted to give something really good value Mm. and how has the process been so like from the day that you decided this is what I'm going to do to where we are today like how has that experience been yeah well I I thought about this for it's always been in in the pipeline like always in the back of my head and I think one day I just woke up it's like right I'm doing it (laughs) Oh, and since then, yeah, it's been exhausting. Um, it's it's taken me back to like how I started Timpy, I suppose. I forgot um, how much time and how much thought you have to put into things. I mean, I've been running Timpy, what, six, six seven years. So it, yeah, it's really kind of thrown me back to the very early stages of the business. But I love that. I love building a brand from scratch. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been great. I think with the course... I kind of I've always known obviously I'm experienced and I know what I'm doing but I think it's like one of those things you know everyone's a bit hard on themselves but when I actually have created this course I'm like oh wow you know I know what I'm talking about (laughs) and do you like has there been any challenges come up that you didn't expect to face I hate social media (laughs) Um, and I think a lot of people when they obviously launch courses they have their audience already they built it over years Mm -hmm course my style I'm like well you know I've built the course I just don't have an audience um so that is the challenge in itself I am like very private on social media never really posted anything um like just personally on my account so actually physically putting myself out on social media has been really hard I mean Gemma you you were a big part of that (laughs) I think (laughs) but I think when you me and you were working together sort of trying to help me get out there I'm very proud of myself I have definitely done it um I've still got a long way to go and I'm still learning but um that was the biggest biggest challenge for me yeah but it's so interesting isn't it because listening to you you very clearly know your stuff and Mm. you come across so well and so confidently I think it's really interesting that then converting that into social media is a challenge for you because speaking to you you would never know that you would never expect but what's what's so funny is um so with the reels that I've been making, you know, lucky obviously my partner is um, a videographer, so that I can make them look great. 
I can talk in front of a camera if a camera's pointing at me. Absolutely fine. Doesn't give me the scaries, nothing. If I am talking to my phone and I can see myself, I just can't do it. Mm. <laughs> and that's what puts me off. And I'm still, I'm still at that stage where I know I've got to do it and sort of talking to the camera and do lives. Um, but yeah, that is definitely something I still haven't overcome yet. Yeah. And it's not, it's not the most fun thing, is it, when you've got these new challenges? But also on the other hand, it's like, well, actually, when you've had a business that's been up and running for like six years or so and you're kind of in the flow of things, you know how everything works, there's no huge surprises because you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Actually putting yourself in this position of being, I guess, like the new girl again is yeah. quite refreshing in some ways. And I think it's probably going to help you be better at what you do, isn't it? Because when you get those new VAs, you're going to be able to say, I know exactly how you feel right now because you're, you've been there more recently, you know? Oh my God, 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I, I just think with um, with doing something, you know, you have to step out of your comfort zone all the time and you always got to kind of develop. And this is obviously one thing that I've put off for quite a while um, and I've just got to keep throwing myself out there. But um, yeah, it's all, it's, I'm still learning with, with the whole social stuff, but it's fun. It is fun. It's just <laughs> keep pushing myself out there. Yeah. And we're all always learning, right? Like every time you think you've perfected it, something changes and it's like, oh, right. Okay. Learning all over again. And I exactly. think that. Oh my God. It... Literally trying to use TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only what, 32. And I felt like an old granny. I was like, how the hell do you, how the hell do you put captions on a video? Like even that in myself has been the most frustrating thing. I, I see myself as very tech savvy and I could pick up all these platforms. I can do things quite quickly. But my God, like trying to figure out like, you know, how to do all of that stuff. You sat on the sofa and I'm just like, what is going on here? And it's very frustrating when you can't do something. Mm. Um, It does make you feel quite old. But I I admire people that can just put their life out on social media. I I admire them so much more now when you're physically doing it. Um, And I think the biggest thing was because I was so... um, private on like my private on my private sort of um socials it was like the fear of judgment um and even now because obviously I've got my um company profile you still get those ones from the past having a little stalk (laughs) and I'm like oh here we go again and I just think um that's what scares me I'm just like oh god you know you've got people that you, you haven't spoken to for years and they're kind of checking up on you and that's what put me off what is that fear though? So if someone you haven't spoken to in years is watching your story sneakily, what is so bad about that? I don't know. I feel it's just like, I, don't, I think it's just because I'm so private. I'm like, if we don't, you know, if, if I don't know you, I don't want to, I don't need to know anything about my life or judge me or be like, God, look at her. Like, I don't know. I think it's because like, you know, everyone judges, like you'll get people being like, oh, I don't judge anyone, but like, that's a lie. Like everyone does. Um, you go through the Daily Mail and you're judging every celebrity on there. Um, not that I'm calling myself a celebrity, but um, I just feel like I do it. So people are going to be doing it to me. Yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I I felt the exact same when I started my Instagram. Um, and I saw these like people that I used to go to school with watching my stories. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the worst mm. thing in the world. But actually years later I had some conversations with those people and they were like we're so proud of you like you're doing so well Mm. it's amazing you're inspiring and it's I think we also like you said earlier we are our own worst critics sometimes and it's like if I'm looking in the camera thinking god I look like an idiot today everyone Mm. else is going to think I'm an idiot too but actually you're probably the only one thinking such bad things about yourself yeah and also 
people don't care as much as you no no <laughs> I think that's what I've definitely learned and and I'm I say something they go really I'm like oh I really cared about that and that really ruined like half my day and people actually just don't care they just keep scrolling yeah yeah everyone is in their own heads thinking about what other people are thinking about them so people are not even thinking about each other half the time but it doesn't make it easier it doesn't make it go away does it no it doesn't I mean it's it's just I think it's just human nature isn't it but you know if there is somebody if there is somebody following you and you know you don't talk to them I mean you're obviously doing something right for them to keep following you so yeah exactly so how are you feeling like what month are we now April as we're recording this Mm -hmm. how are you feeling about the launch of your course and everything at the moment um I would say I've still got a long way to go um Mm -hmm. we like we filmed all of the modules now which is brilliant and that was really stressful um we've done it a bit different so I think with a lot of courses people um obviously different formats but they'll do like a live zoom for like one module and then that'll be one week and then they'll do the next one so people have kind of had time to prep for each one obviously the way that I work I did all of the modules all at once um which god took me absolutely forever did it probably nearly burnt out just because you're obviously talking you know you want a good sort of quality um sort of script in there but you know each one's at least 40 minutes long like that's like 50 pages of writing it's like an essay again so um that was really stressful but now that I've got those products kind of ready I've physically got the product there which I feel a lot more confident in and now it's just um learning to sell it I think um I've obviously got the skills of when I worked in the, the piano shop for my family I don't I can't play the piano I can sell a piano <laughs> and it's just getting used to like your your sales pitch isn't it and like you know really kind of homing in on exactly actually how much value this course is um and I think I've given it to a couple of people that have, um, you know, been looking to be in the VA world. You forget when you're actually in in the world that what you're actually giving, you might think it's really basic, but it's actually really not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just getting that feedback. But at this at this stage in time, so the course actually officially starts on the 17th of April. So we've got a couple of weeks and now it's like we've got the products. We just need to get people kind of, you know, sort of interested in it. Yeah. Um, still scared. I think I will be until I get the feedback from after the course is run. It's a really exciting stage though, right? Because this is like the beginning for you. Yeah. And so you've got that feeling of, I don't know what's going to happen next, but that's, I mean, on one hand, terrifying, but also really exciting too. Yeah. And I think, I think that's the thing. Like I say, oh, scary. Yeah, I am scared, but you can easily mix that with all of those emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, with it as well, um, I just, I just want to, I just want to get, you know, I just want to get that first one done because there will be things in there that I'm like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. And then make it even better for the next time. So that's why we're doing like the beta rounds essentially. Mm -hmm. And what has the feedback been like from the sort of VA space? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Um, Not very good. I'm not going to lie. Um, I feel the VA industry is extremely supportive to virtual assistants. I feel when you have new coaches or like um, mentors enter the sort of um, sphere of it, people aren't very supportive at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you, I know you've had some experience back in the day and I, I was quite shocked actually with it because I haven't been 
I haven't been like rude or um, overstepping my mark or, you know, spamming in, in sort of the public spaces where people are, um, you know, where all the VAs kind of hang out. I've literally just been helpful. And obviously it's got through the grapevine that I'm launching a course um, and I've been thrown out of groups. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even when you haven't been advertising and you've been following the rules, and I literally like haven't been taking the piss. Um, and I was just a bit like, wow, like, you know, everyone's a cheerleader for the VAs launching their brand new business, but no one is a cheerleader for the coaches if you're in the coaching world. I, I might, that might be a bit harsh, but um, that's how I found it. And it's crazy because I had, as you know, like mm-hmm. a, an identical experience, but this was, I don't know, maybe three years ago for me. And I had the same situation. And I thought that maybe things would have changed since then. So when you messaged me and told mm-hmm. me what's happening with you, I was like, wow, like it's a same. And I think it's a real shame because the way that I felt at the time, and to be honest, now I just look back and I'm like, well, it was motivation. You know, I don't care anymore. Oh my but- God, it's, it's the worst thing to do because I'm now even more motivated <laughs> to do it. Like yeah. I'm like, right, you know, I'm going to look at what my, you know, what my competition's doing and I'm going to do it better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I don't blame you because that's what it makes you want to do. And it's just such a shame because I used to think it feels like people want to support you as long as you are beneath them in some way. Mm -hmm. So if they are at step 10 and you're at step one, they're going to cheer you on as you get to step 10. As soon as you're at step 10, it's like, oh, no, we want to push you back down now because you're almost better than me or bigger than me or richer than me or whatever it is that they're thinking. And that's very much how it felt at the time. And it felt like. I'd had so much support around me as I'd grown my business initially. And then as soon as I was stepping into this sort of next level that felt really big and scary and intimidating anyway, it was like everyone didn't want anything to do with me anymore. And it was just so disheartening. It's it's so, I do find it, I don't, I, I'm surprised, but I'm kind of not in a way. Because yeah. I feel like, um, first of all, I, you know, I'm a small fish in this coaching pond. Do you know what I mean? Like I have literally started out at the first stage, you know, and I, and I feel like with that, I feel like, wow, if you're threatened by literally something, you know, at the time when I launched um, my business, I didn't have a product, you know, I know what I was going to do and I was sort of, you know, um, building the momentum, but behind the scenes, I physically didn't have a product to have, um, but I still got all this sort of, you know, backlash and I'm just like, wow, you know, the VA world is not actually that big, but it's growing and I feel I could be wrong on this because I probably don't know this particular sort of target audience, but I feel the coaching world, they need some sort of fresh sort of um, younger ideas mm-hmm. for the industry. And I feel that's very limited. And with the sort of target audience that I'm looking for, of course, people are going to relate to different people. And I'm obviously going for a completely different generation to what everyone else sort of main sort of sort of um target audiences so I just Mm -hmm. feel like there's there's enough work out there for everyone yeah and people are going to naturally gravitate towards people they like so that that just means people will naturally choose who they want to coach them Mm -hmm. yeah I 100% agree and I think it's I think the reason that it's shocking to me and and maybe to you as well is that we don't think like that and for me I just don't see like I don't talk to another coach and be like oh my gosh she's my competition what's she up to it's like oh another business owner I'm going to chat and see how they are you know I don't just see people as walking competition and so when people are threatened by 
someone doing something like that just doesn't even cross my mind and I think that's why it surprised me because it was yeah. just such a different way of thinking to what I was doing and I think in a way it made me feel a bit naive like here's me trying to make friends and it made me feel a bit like oh do I need to be thinking a bit more along those lines and I mean now I don't believe that I'm just going to continue being me it's whatever but at the time it definitely made me question like should I be seeing people as competition should I be judging other people well the thing is 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 that you're you're at that stage where um you are figuring out what you want to um sort of you know show the world essentially you lack in the confidence naturally because it's a new thing so then having that on top of it you know you can easily dash people's dreams pretty quickly if you weren't a strong character mm-hmm. um and I think it's just that kind of um just like intimidation <laughs> I don't know it might be a bit that might be a bit dramatic but I just feel um if somebody if somebody was a little bit less kind of I, I, I can be quite strong in, in that sense but if people weren't like that you could easily be like you know what this isn't worth it I'm just going to kind of you know stick to what I know um but you're saying that you know about cheerleaders is that one of my best mates she used to be an associate of mine she was brilliant I knew she was an absolute gem and I always turned around to my family was like she's going to be one of my competitors later in a nice way as in saying she's really got what it takes to actually build like a really successful business and we've literally come off a call today and she's like right I'm ready to take on an associate can you help me I'm like of course I'm going to help you this is what I've done this is what I've learned you know go, go out and build your team um and even if she's going to be even better in, in like a few years time like so be it you know again there's enough work for everyone yeah and the same situation for me my best friend is technically my competitor mm. and we talk about everything like we talk about our business plans I don't ever worry that I don't know I should be threatened in any way and we've had situations where I've had clients that have then gone to work with her and we've also had the opposite where she's had a client that's then come to work with me and it's yeah I don't see that as a bad thing I just think how great that everyone has someone that they feel like is their person at the right time like that's yeah. how and, I see it and that's the thing it's, it's a very it's very lonely being a business owner and um having somebody that completely understands the industry and you can just literally like offload to and they get it is so invaluable mm-hmm. and if you don't have that it, it's even more isolating because I think also a lot of people don't quite understand the, the virtual assistant concept still like it's obviously growing which is amazing but some people are still like I don't get it and if you have someone that's in the industry and they they do get it you're just like oh thank god I haven't got to like explain like every little detail mm-hmm. it, just, it just definitely just makes a difference and I, I but I say this and this is oh god probably a really unpopular opinion but with all the industries I've worked in, I've always found women to be quite hard to work for when they get into that intimidated kind of zone. Mm. Um, I had it in TV a lot. Um, and um, I just feel like there's ugh, this is a really bad opinion. When when people say, oh, you know, um, you know, support women and all that, I think when you get to a certain stage in business where you're successful, the women are as ruthless as men. Yeah, I think it's it's such a hard one because I definitely am not, I, I would say, I don't feel like I'm as like strong-minded as you are, for example. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm quite a an emotional person. I cry quite easily. I want everyone to be my friend. Like, that's just how I am. And I have definitely had moments in this business where I felt like I know I'm really fucking good at this, mm-hmm. but do I really belong in this space? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, it has definitely changed since like, 
when I was just a freelancer, not making a lot of money. And then when I launched my VA course and to like where I am now, I feel like it's been very different mm. the way that people have like spoken to me or, and things like that. And oh, it's just, I, I don't have the answers, but it definitely is something that I've had to deal with, I guess. Mm. Um, and I can imagine, and this is what worries me, that there are people who are new to business who are very scared about all of this mm-hmm. and they don't have support network around them who might encounter something like this and then that might like you said make them just think I can't do this and I think yeah. that's a real shame and I hate the thought of that yeah and I think with anything when you're starting a business like having that support network is so important um and you know you don't always want to offload to family members and friends because one they might not get it but two like they're going to get that offload quite a lot so mm-hmm. having having it in the industry makes it a lot easier as well because they're going through similar things and you can learn from them which is so invaluable um I even like even like to this day like I have to turn around to my partner James and just be like um you just give me a bit of a pet talk <laughs> <laughs> and some people are like why why are you doubting yourself I'm like I don't know but it's, it is just human nature so even like the best of us need to have those pet talks and like you know you get days where you think what the hell am I doing and if you don't have that support network, it's so easily to throw in the towel. Yeah, 100%. And I think this is the maybe the great thing about our experience, both of us going through a similar thing, is that I think it's made both of us more motivated to create a safe space for other people. 100%. And I think that's one thing that I'm finding with some of these sort of um, communities there's some people that are extremely opinionated. Now, I'm a very opinionated person, but I will rein it in and I don't want to insult anyone, you know, or anything like that. And I think with business, it's always important to remain professional. And if you haven't got anything good to say, don't, don't bother saying it, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like with some of these spaces, they are meant to be quite safe, but there will be opinions out there. And I feel like um, sometimes they're just a bit passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I just want to get involved in that, you know? Yeah. And it, it just, like you said, it makes us motivated to create something that is different. And I think that's what's needed with what you said about, like, you're targeting a specific generation that maybe those people are not. And mm-hmm. we've got to make the space for that. You know, if we continue doing things in a way that used to work or that has worked for other people, that doesn't mean it's the right way of doing things. And actually, you need fresh faces to come in and say, actually, I'm going to do things this way. And I don't see people as competition. And I am going to create a space where people can feel safe and supported. Mm-hmm. And I think that new new people, new ideas, new ways of doing things is key. Because otherwise, the industry would probably just be old and tired and die out at some point. Because it wouldn't yeah. have kept up with the way that the world is moving, you know? I completely agree and also like you say it is more motivating there were some future plans that I would never have thought about until until I've gone through the experience I'm like do you know what I am going to go and do that because that actually is a great idea and I can do that better so it is it's a dangerous game to play I think with people that do want to be successful and like, I love running a business I love a challenge um I love creating something that's fresh and mine um and um you know, I would have probably just stuck to the course and been like, yeah, this is what I'm going to create. But now I'm like, oh, I could do that too now. And I can do that. And I'm like, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> I love it. So what is next for you? So through the rest of like 2023, for example, what are you focusing on? What are you working on? What are you going to be? You don't have to tell us all your secrets, but no, we no, want to know no. some. <laughs> um, so I'm focusing obviously on um, the course. Now with the course, I really enjoy 
teaching how to manage clients, like the real nitty gritty bits and like, um, you know, how to come, how to resolve situations in a diplomatic way and sort of um, reset boundaries. Um, that's the stuff that I like get a kick out of basically. The course that we've done now obviously is your basics. So it's like how to get started with the absolute essentials. And I'm really, really with this whole course thing, um, I really don't want people like spending a hell of a lot of money before they've even got a client coming in. So it's like doing it in a really efficient way and only spending what you need to, to launch. Um, so that's kind of like the first course, but the second and the third are the ones that I'm like truly, truly passionate about. So there'll be more coming out. Basically, that's the short, the short, you know, to cut it short. Um, Tim P is obviously still growing, which is great. I took on my first employee this week, which is Ooh, really exciting. exciting. Yeah. So um, with this year, I've got a lot of travel um, and I want to get to the stage where um, I only really have probably about one client that I'm looking after because I still want to remain a VA. Um, but I obviously want to grow the business. So to do that, I've got to basically cut down some of my clients at the moment. Um, and then my employee can help me run Timpy and grow that. So, yeah, it's really exciting. And, and our sort of lifestyle um, service on Timpy is growing quite, quite a lot. So we can then start going into partnerships with um, companies and stuff like that. So there's quite a lot going on. <laughs> let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> I, I'm tired just listening to it. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Don't worry today. laughs> exactly. Really exciting. And I, I just can't wait to see what you get up to this year, because I feel like you are doing exactly what you should be doing. Like I want the new VAs over the next few years to find somebody like you for support because I think it's needed. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And the thing is, is, is like, you know, I, I don't want people, um, I, I want the people that really, really want to make a career. I'm very happy to give people my time um, if they really want to do it. And those are the people that I really want to help out. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I totally agree with you that there's a lot of, um, a lot of people think oh I'm just gonna like do some VA work to earn some extra cash and like mm. that's okay if that works for you but also it can be a, a proper proper business like you can make this yeah. your whole career if you want to and you could be very successful doing and it also, and you, you can support so many different companies I mean we had somebody sign up a couple of weeks ago and he is a radiation expert and he um cons- he's a consultant for space companies I mean <laughs> how cool when when could you say you know I I look after I don't know, a, a bog standard corporate company. And then I also look after somebody that, you know, consults um, with space companies. So like, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing industry to be in. Yeah. And it's just, there's so many options, aren't there? Like there are just limitless people you could work with. So many cool things you could do. I just think for so many people, it is like the dream career. Yeah. And I just yeah. hope that those people find somebody like you who helps them get on that path because it's still like, I didn't even know what a virtual assistant was until I was like Googling how to make money from home. And I think a oh lot God, of people yeah. still don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm honestly so glad that you're putting this course together. I think it's needed. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for, for coming and chatting. If people want to come and find you and chat to you or sign up to work with you, where can they find you? So they can find me um, on Insta. Um, my handle's at Steph Sheargold VA. So I give loads of kind of like tips um on there this is where I'm putting myself out there guys so be friendly <laughs> you're on my page um also we've got a website which is um timpacademy.co.uk and there's information on the current course that we're doing and there'll be future ones um on there soon too so um just reach out on um 
Instagram. And if, if any of you have any questions, I'm really happy um, for you just to reach out and I'll try and help out as best I can. Amazing. I will put all of the links and stuff in the show notes so people can click through. Um, but thank you so much, Steph. Yeah, thank you. It's been lovely chatting.